What's up, everybody? It's Bo here with another Star Wars TV talk. Bad Batch TV talk, to be specific. <laughs> uh, man, okay, so we got reintroduced to Crosshair this episode. We haven't seen him, of course, since the last time he was uh, in this series at the end of season one, where he was in the wreckage of Kamino, deciding to go back to the Empire. And I love the fact that we got this kind of exploration of the quiet just depressing life that he now leads as he is kind of, you know, very much in solitary confinement. There's the solitary clone to some extent here and residing with all these other clones, these shinies to be specific, who don't really have the experience in the grand army of the Republic and have only really just kind of like the last batch of clones as it relates to the stormtroopers and the new empire. They didn't grow up, you know, being part of this movement to, you know, protect the galaxy in the way in which the Republic era clones did. They're just, you know, they, they're disconnected from that. They're just, yay, I'm, I'm here to fight for the empire. This is what I was made for. And now I'm, I'm, I'm here doing it. So interestingly enough, they don't even have the idealism that, uh, <laughs> that Crosshair has because he has actually actively made this choice to fight for the Empire. Now, having those choices questioned and even just the ability to make a choice questioned, I think was a really great way to, just, I don't know, just do a pulse check on where he's at. And who better to kind of introduce us to this kind of moral quandary than Commander Cody, the OG clone himself. Now, if you think about, you know, Cl Commander Cody back in the day was pretty much the only named clone that we really had from the movies. He specifically was the commander of Obi-Wan's forces during the Clone Wars, and we got more of a deeper exploration to some extent of who he was during the Clone Wars series. But even then, he was almost more of, you know, Cody, I'm just, I'm just not realizing this, Cody always kind of exists as a reflection of another character or to be someone to like bounce a concept of another character off of. And, and I'm thinking very specifically of other clones. When we see Cody in the uh, attack of the clones or rather in revenge of the Sith, we see that, you know, his face is a little scarred. He's got, you know, he's, he's got some, uh, some scarrings from war, but he's very much, you know, clone through and through chilling out with Obi-Wan. Hey, you lost this. Here's your lightsaber. Everything good. Hey, it's good to see you get out there on your dragon riding, you know, droid crushing situation. And I'll be up here handling business. And then all of a sudden order 66, he's like, Oh, okay. Yep. Let me go kill Obi-Wan real quick. Just instant. Boom. Our first introduction to Order 66 was through the lens of Commander Cody and that light switch type moment. Now, when we go back into the Clone Wars and we actually see in that series this uh, relationship that Cody and Rex have, right? Because we see the brotherhood that Obi-Wan and Anakin have. We see that reflected in Cody and Rex, who is the commander of Anakin's forces. And we see this throughout, I think, most all of the Jedi and kind of clone generals, like the, the ones at the top, the ones that are the most... Uh, the commanders, the generals, the captains, the ones that are engaging directly with their Jedi generals all start to kind of take on some of the aspect of who that general is, some of that individuality. Rex worked with Anakin. Anakin was an outside of the box thinker. He was very creative and he didn't always, you know, follow the rules. I mean, like, you know, yeah, he got the job done, but he was willing to do it his way and with his own style and finesse. And while Rex wasn't specifically exactly that, we do see Rex who understood the creativity that can come in a military campaign as opposed to just following, okay, this is what was asked. This is what we're going to do. And then, you know, whatever it may be. We actually see that play out very specifically, I think, in the General Creel, if I'm remembering the general's name specifically, uh, arc from 
the Clone Wars. And, you know, I'm referencing the Clone Wars a lot here, but you, you have to because that's what's on full display. This entire episode is a an epilogue in many sense, maybe even, maybe not even an epilogue, but a sequel to the Clone Wars with this kind of notion of this is what the Separatists were, this is what they became, this is what the clones were, this is what they became. All of this, it's all about the Clone Wars. Given that Cody was Obi-Wan's commander, right? Like given that Cody was very much kind of a by the book, you know, next to the Jedi that was like the most Jedi, right? Like like these two guys, you know, Cody never really styled his hair in any other way. He kind of maintained the, uh, you know, the clone look like through and through. I think it speaks to the fact that that's kind of who who Obi-Wan was. Obi-Wan was very much by the book. But it's nice to see that Cody is not just a drone, Right. Like, even when we saw him in the Clone Wars, like, he was kind of very much just, you know, he was there. It was like, oh, hey, it's Cody from the movies and with the thing. But, like, here it's like, no, 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 we're actually getting a chance to explore where Cody's at. Cody instantly turned on Obi-Wan and has had to live with that decision. Now, was it a decision? Of course not. It was, it was against his will. He had the chip. He wasn't able to resist it. And I think part of the reason he wasn't able to resist it is because he was very much that regimented soldier. In many respects, Anakin's... Uh, leanings of rebellion and kind of his his leanings of thinking outside the box influenced Rex to the point that when you know Order sixty six came, even as Anakin was killing Jedi, Rex was able to resist that. He was able to to exert his own free will, if only for a moment, to save Ahsoka, to free himself eventually, or at least have have her you know help her free him. It's just very ironic the way it all played out. But we see Cody now really questioning what he's done. And I was actually thinking throughout this episode, I was like, man, Cody as a stormtrooper, this is really interesting. I mean, we do see that obviously the clone troopers still have the clone style armor. We see the new stormtroopers with the, you know, Ralph McQuarrie early stormtrooper design. Very cool. And so there is a separation here for sure. But as I was watching this, I, I kind of, okay, I, if my, my main critique, this is a beautiful episode. I thought it was very good. I think it gave Crosshair a lot to think about uh, in kind of a way in which to kind of watch Cody's journey and kind of challenge challenge his own decisions and live with his own decisions and figure out, you know, just as we saw, I mean, there's a beautiful message in, in Cody's arc, which is it's never too late to start making the right decision. It doesn't fix what you did. It doesn't redeem you, but it's not about at this point in this moment, who you were and what you did. It is about what you are going to do right now. And I think there's a beautiful message in that. But at the same time, I also feel like we may be... I would have actually enjoyed Cody being kind of like, like more, not more imperial. I don't mind him having a redemption arc, but I kind of wish that we got a Cody Rex confrontation before a redemption arc. You know what I mean? Or better yet, oh my gosh, I want Rex to confront Cody over Order sixty six, and I really want to see that. And I think we know that Rex is going to be showing up again in this this season. I think something like that could be really cool. Now, ultimately, we didn't see any of the other Bad Batchers. I like that we actually are keeping up with kind of this, the notion that as Crosshair is on the Empire, the Bad Batch is kind of out there on their own. We're able to see the galaxy from two different perspectives. It does seem like, you know, Crosshair is going to be on this redemption path himself. Please stretch it out. Like, let's, I love spending some time on the other side like this and having a character that we, you know, to some extent, empathize, uh, sympathize, I don't know, care about to some extent, like that we can actually watch his story and then watch what's going on from the Imperial side of things. 
And also then the Bad Batchers, like the rest of the Bad Batch, they're, they're going to go out there. They're going to be, you know, doing more in the universe, probably getting connected with Rex and thus connected with the Rebellion. I think that could be pretty awesome. I'm really excited to see where, where this ends up going. I say the Rebellion. I guess at this point, they're really more of a resistance. They're not a full-on Rebellion, but we shall see. Ultimately, absolutely love this episode. Gorgeous. Uh, the, the backdrops, the setting. Uh, I thought the voice acting was very powerful. The stories. Using Cody was, I think, genius. I love Love, love, love that this team continues to pull on these little characters here, there, and everywhere that are all kind of sprinkled throughout the universe and give us the opportunity. It just It's like seasoning. It just adds so much. And I think it goes such a long way. So kudos. Thank you so much for that. Love to hear your thoughts on what is going on with The Bad Batch. Are you enjoying the series? Are you enjoying the season? Where do you want to see it go? Who are some other characters like that that you'd like to see pop up? Uh, let me know. You can reach out to the show. TVTalk.fm has all of our contact information. That's going to do it for us. By the way, I am going to be out of town next week, so the Bad Batch episode won't be coming out on Wednesday. It'll probably be coming out on the, on the weekend following, kind of like this last past week did. I know it's all a mess. Hey, you know, it's kind of a mess. It's, it's kind of a mess, but that's all right. We can be kind of a mess. <laughs> all right. That's going to do it for us for today. Uh, don't worry. I'll be back in a flash. Mm-hmm.